0: Hey guys, I'm really happy to partner with Well Woman Vegan from Vitabiotics as sponsors of By Back. For anyone like me leading or trying out a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle with a busy schedule, Well Woman is there to support you all along the way. It provides 24 nutrients, including higher levels of iron and vitamin B12. You can find them across the UK and Ireland nationwide. Hey there, I'm Roz Purcell, selling cookery author, ex-model, entrepreneur and host of Bite Back. How would you define your relationship with your body? Each week, I'll be interviewing incredible women who get frank about their relationship and ever-changing journeys towards self-love and acceptance. As the body positivity movement takes full flight, I want to be part of the conversation that puts pleasure back on your plate. Together, we'll discuss why numbers on a scale doesn't and shouldn't define us and how amazing our bodies really are. Okay, so I have a fantastic guest today who I'm really excited about. Uber successful, Canadian-born, Estée Lalonde, author, content creator, and host of On The Line podcast. Estée explores the heart of femininity through all her work, with her debut book, Bloom, navigating life and style, sharing positivity and confidence to her readers, and always challenging the concept of perfect. Estée. Welcome. Thank you very much. Well, thanks so much for coming. What an intro. Yeah. Oh, listen, it has to be the best. I'm going to try <laughs> not fangirl. I'm going to get stuck into this. You're, you're pretty open when it comes to body confidence.
1: Sometimes um, I wonder if I'm too open. Everybody always says that to me. They're like, you're so open. I'm like...
0: Am I? (laughs) But I think it's really important for someone in your position with a huge following to be open, to start the conversation, because you have a lot of young followers, Um, young followers. And actually, I don't know why I always say that it's for young followers, because there's plenty of women, no matter what age, that need to hear, you know, talking about body confidence. So I want to know what your relationship has been to where it is now when it comes to food and your body. Oh, my God where do we start? (laughs) We're going to be here for a while. (laughs) I know.
1: I feel like everybody has such a unique relationship with food and their own body image. But I remember being, and I wrote about this in my book, being as young as six or seven years old and like feeling like I was so fat and that I I was worthless, basically. I had the worst self-confidence growing up. Very just like embarrassed all the time. Never felt like I should be invited to things I was invited to. Always just felt like an outsider. And yeah, I just, I just never really felt good enough, you know?
0: So you kind of based your worth on body image. Yes. And from
1: that young, sixty Oh my seven. God, from so young. And I remember watching my mom from a really young age do like all these crazy fad diets. And I guess that was so huge in the 90s. Mm. But yeah, like my mom would do cabbage soup diet and like only eat that for like a week. And or like boiled chicken only, you know? And so I always just kind of thought that that's what, women did.
0: And as you grew up, so like that was 6 7, as you grew up into yeah. a teenager. Like what was your school like? Did you feel like you got a little bit better or no. it okay. got it got
1: worse from there? It got so much worse. And then in high school, I was I was overweight and I was very depressed and so my mental health and my body image were always so tied. And I remember when I was 13 meeting my friends i was like probably 13 or 14 and they they all had eating disorders okay and i feel like that's something that so many girls go did
0: you go to an all-girls school no okay it was a mixed school it was
1: a mixed school Mm -hmm. but i remember one girl saying something like wait a minute you're gonna eat your lunch and like not throw up afterwards that was the conversation and it had never really occurred to me at the Mm -hmm. time that that's something people did and i was like well what do you mean and i remember it so vividly at school at lunch and her like showing me how to purge my food So then I went through that for a little bit yeah, and then kind of balanced out a little bit. But always my body image has just been so low until in my early 20s, I would say.
0: So you're saying you're still working out. So when you hit your 20s, you kind of started to balance out just a little bit. Was there any kind of like thing or catalyst that made you just decide, I'm going to get a hold of this?
1: Eventually, I got tired, I think, of hating myself. It seems like kind of crazy to say I just got sick of it one day, but it kind of felt like that. And I was in a really loving relationship, and that helped me so much. And then it went from there, and I just made a conscious effort to work on it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of realized that hating yourself and feeling all these negative ways about yourself isn't really helping anybody. Nobody else is thinking that about you. You're really just hurting yourself over
0: and over again. It's just counterproductive. It is. It's like everything in life, if you're constantly putting yourself down, you're just... Ruining yourself, and it's also just like,
1: what happens if I get to that certain size that I think I'm going to be happy at? That that's not a thing. That's not oh, a I've thing.
0: been there so many times where I've reached the number that I thought would make me happy, and then when I'd get there, I'd I'd think, oh, maybe it's just a little bit more. I yeah. have to lose a little bit more. Yeah, and I was just constant rat race with myself of I'll have this euphoric moment where I'll just be so happy and everything will work out, and I'll have a big bright future because I'm a good weight now. <laughs> exactly.
1: But really, it has nothing to do with that. So I think once I started to realize that, things got a little bit better for me.
0: Would you say, like, in comparison to growing up, you're definitely in a happy place with your body? You understand self-talk is so important. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: Even though I don't love everything about my body, I feel like I still struggle with that. I weirdly have a lot of body confidence. And for instance, up until like three or four years ago, I had never been on the beach in a bikini.
0: I was the same. Yeah, But I was so insecure about my stretch marks and I felt like my back was a different person. And it was only maybe three years ago. I went on holiday and I was like walking around in a bikini like, yeah. didn't give a shit. No, exactly. And it was
1: great. The world didn't stop. Yeah, I'm in my bikini and I'm frolicking around <laughs> in the ocean. And everything's great. So I think... Once you start pushing yourself and doing things that make you feel a little uncomfortable and you start realizing like, okay, I'm still laughing. I'm still smiling. My friends are still around me like nobody's like (laughs) calling me names. This is all good. So I think it's a slow thing. So anyway, over the years, I've just done a lot of those things where I feel maybe uncomfortable, but it's really helped me grow and feel more comfortable with who I am.
0: And I guess... You have such a huge following online. Would you like spend a lot of time like looking? You know, when you go on the Explorer page and you get lost, and next thing you know, you're on someone's cats, dogs page, <laughs> over like on the other side of the world. You're like, how did I even get here?
1: Yes, I absolutely do. But I another thing I've been working on in the past few years is getting balance with social media because Great. I. Did go through that whole thing, Mm -hmm. that whole comparison thing, like, this person's living this way, and why can't I be like that, and I should be wearing that, and look at her new bag, and everything like that. I just don't want to live like that anymore, and it's the same with body image, where it's like, you see so many girls, and they look amazing, they look gorgeous, and it can have this effect of, I'm not good enough, because I don't look like that, but... I actually don't feel like that anymore. And whenever I see girls who are just like gorgeous, I'm like, God, that girl right there, she's killing it. Like, she's looking good. But yeah. like equally, I'm killing it in my own way. I feel good about myself. So I just try to see everybody for what they are. And everybody's on such a different journey. You know? And
0: how did you get there? Because I even find still, I come offline sometimes and I'm like, why did I go onto the Explorer page? I just saw all these bodies and I suffered so badly with my own body image and like comparing myself to other girls that... Even when I come off, I have to, like, remind myself that I'm seeing one photo of their day. Like, I don't know anything about them. I don't even know what apps they're using. Like, you know, I don't know anything. So for me, I have to, like, remember my priorities and that, like, you know, that's not an important thing to me anymore. But how did you get to where you are now?
1: Well, I think I just started looking at bodies as bodies. So. I feel really lucky to have a body that I am (laughs) able to use every single day. Holds
0: your organs really well. You know,
1: holds them in. (laughs) So I just started looking at it from a less emotional place, I guess. And also I've just, I've been there and I've done that. And I've spent all those years feeling so bad about myself that it's like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I just literally don't want to do it. I have no more energy for that. And also... I have really started to notice the beauty in every single person. Yeah. And everybody is gorgeous in their own way.
0: I find it really interesting there the way um, you kind of touch on like you just had enough. And it's a, a huge thing maybe with age because I know when I hit 25, people my family were like, you've just gotten over it. It seems like it happened so quickly. And for a while I was like, I think it was just part of growing up was just age and I am just tired of feeling so shit about myself and I am just tired of looking back and feeling like I'd waste so many opportunities because I didn't feel good enough for them and wasting so many things like going on a holiday and just going in the pill. Even if you're surrounded by people you knew, they're not going to judge you. Yeah. Like it's only us thinking that oh my God, they are looking at every single flaw that I have where, like, the majority of people, if they do, they're dickheads. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. so I find that really interesting that you're saying it's a huge thing with just had enough.
1: One thing that I just kind of thought of as you were saying that was in the past few years, I've really gained a lot of female friends and talking to all my girls about their insecurities and, like, things that I would never think they would feel insecure yeah. about and just noticing that every single woman fe- or person has these insecurities. I would never want one of my friends to feel badly about her body. So why am I going to be mean to myself Mm -hmm. about my own body? So I think positive female friendships have done me. So
0: surrounding yourself with people who kind of big you up. Yeah. It's really important to big yourself up as well. You can't always rely on other people. But do you find you've done that on social media as well and that you might have cut people on social media that maybe don't relate to you or don't help your confidence.
1: Yeah, I feel like I need to kind of go through the, the old Instagram feed yeah.
0: again. <laughs> That's something I definitely did. I think once I kind of decided I really needed to get a hold of it and really wanted to make sure I was fully over it was I actually just stopped following a lot of people who made me feel yeah. crap and not in a case that just because they were living great lives or something different or had fantastic bodies I can appreciate that but ones who just all they concentrated on was aesthetics they didn't have anything to give yeah. and I feel like that helped me quite a lot and I think just going and following people who had similar body shapes to me and people who really expressed body confidence and had something to say on the the matter.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And I really like it when people are more real with it. It's all well and good to look at a bunch of posed pictures. And I do it all the time, too. But it's nice to see someone looking in a mirror and, like, taking a picture of what they actually look like without, like, all these crazy angles. I don't know. Sometimes I, l-
0: I like that a lot more. Just the simple things. Yeah. Yeah, because I definitely find that I really appreciate when someone on social media has this amazing picture-perfect moment. I'm like, oh, wow, that's fantastic. But you do get bored of it. It's like, and then you're like, I want to see the real you, you know, and yeah. it's definitely coming out more and more that people are showing the real side of them. You do a lot of rituals, like skin rituals, beauty yes. rituals. You can check it out all over on your YouTube. Do you have any like self-esteem rituals, that you do? things that you do that you have to Implement.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like every time I do a podcast, I just talk about yoga. <laughs> but that seriously has changed my life mm-hmm. and my relationship with my mind, body, soul, spirit. I have found so much joy in that. And it's really made me connect with my body in a different way. But what I love about it is you go to a class and everybody's at such a different stage on the mat. And that's fine. Like, that's cool. Um, So yoga really helps with me. But besides that, I always just try to listen to what my body needs. So for instance, for the past two weeks, I have been a hermit. I haven't gone out. I've stayed at home. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> I've been on a flight every day, and oh. like, I definitely feel I feel you that sometimes when it comes to feeling good about yourself and having like really good self esteem is actually just making sure you're resetting yes. and you're having some you time because I do feel like people think I have a completely sus and they're like, how have you come to the stage where you're like completely body confident? So you don't have any food issues? And I'm like, I still do. I just manage them, and I guess I find it difficult and harder to. Manage Manage when I don't have time to be me.
1: That is so true. And I always get kind of annoyed with my friends when I'm like, I'm not going out tonight. I'm tired. I just want to have a bath when they're like, come on. Go. It's like, no, trust me. If I don't have a bath tonight, I'm yeah. not going to be my best self next week. Yeah. So it's just listening to your body. And I just feel like that always helps me.
0: The more I think about it, I, I definitely didn't have food issues. Food was just something I took it out on, having body issues and kind of control issues. But Do you find like you still suffer from guilt and how do you kind of deal with that? Like the food guilt? Now, I don't feel
1: as guilty about it, but I will say that I don't love the feeling after. Mm -hmm. I don't because I can go through these periods of like binging junk food. And it's not that I feel guilty about it. I do feel angry with myself because I know it's not good for me. And I just feel bad. I just feel physically bad about it. Mm-hmm. Not.
0: It's not a, as emotional as it once was. So it's kind of more of a thing where you're like, I just didn't need that.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I just didn't need 18 McDonald's hash browns. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't have 18.
1: I did I have four.
0: <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of those things that, for me, when people say, and I've talked about it quite a lot, like if you've had a, a really bad weekend or, you know, on a Monday you wake up and you just, like, feel like you're the worst person, the best thing to do is just Get over it. Like, I know it's really, yes. it's so much easier said than done because I still have it, like, every week I've been just going back and forth with working and after a long day, I'll just be like, oh, I just want to eat this, you know. And you'll have this moment where, like, I did not need that. But it's kind of knowing that, well, oh, I did it and I really enjoyed it. And exactly, I'm gonna move on. yeah. So it's really nice to hear from you that, like, it's something you still manage. Yeah. And that you have to just... Go back to your self-talk and just go, it's not really important. It's not a priority list.
1: Exactly. So something that I'm really working on is the balance of it all. Yeah.
0: I think everyone is like, people are always like, how do you find the balance? I'm like, it's such a strange word, balance, because... There's no real balance because everyone is so different. Right. You know, and that's the thing. And even like once you have really good self talk and body confidence, still finding that is very difficult. Do so you know what? It depends what stage you are at your life, how busy you are. And I totally appreciate that. So I want to like flash back a little bit to when you were a teen. Do you think that was probably your most turbulent years when it came to food issues, body confidence?
1: Yeah, I would say so. And did you try many diets at the time? I tried so many diets. I used to like keep a food journal. I remember like so many crazy things like only drinking green tea and like all this crazy stuff like that. That's what me and all my friends did.
0: And what would you say to like young girls who might be in school right now who they're in that right now? They're in that where their friends and themselves, they're just talking the whole time about a new diet that they have. And they're almost in a rat race with each other of like who's controlling themselves the best.
1: Mm -hmm. One thing that I really wished I did was I just wish I would have removed myself from the conversations because the conversations aren't healthy to listen to. Mm. It makes you feel like you should be doing it. And it does put you in competition, weirdly. I think I would probably just say, like, you don't need that. So just remove that immediately and just do you. Like, just eat the way you want to eat and, and try to be healthy with it. I just don't see any sort of point of doing those type of bad diets and also your self-worth doesn't correlate with what you eat. All of these bad diets have nothing to do with how you should really be feeling about mm-hmm. yourself. So break the cycle immediately. God, high school can be such an yeah. awful place.
0: <laughs> you know what? My high school experience wasn't that bad. I I was actually really very confident in high school. And I feel like, well, mine obviously came a little bit later when I started modeling. But I remember there was girls in my year who had really bad eating disorders. And I remember thinking, they're so intelligent. How are they doing something so stupid? They're really depriving themselves and like they're going to mess up their bodies yeah then I kind of realize later on that it actually has nothing to do with that it's just something that triggers yeah, in you that sure. you feel that you're completely compelled to be a certain way I think I've done every fad diet that there is out there like I'm pretty sure I did the shake diets I did absolutely everything and the one thing I would say to people that are completely on this yo-yo dieting always looking for the new thing is every time you rebound, you rebound so much worse. Mm. When you completely like take out food groups, you're only living off one food. People think that, oh, it's just easier if I can just give myself a really strict boundary. But food shouldn't be boundaries. You Mm -hmm. need to look back at like why you're doing it in the first place.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a constant cycle of diets. And I just wish that the whole diet culture I think it's getting a little bit better now because I remember like 10 years ago it was like if you googled anything to do with fitness or weight loss you were just given this mirage of different kind of diets so it is a little, there's a little bit more awareness around it now but It's kind of one of those things where it's just like eat food that you enjoy Mm -hmm. and don't be so restrictive.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's important to have some good role models too, Mm. you know, which I I can appreciate can be tough. But it is possible to find great role models out there. From content creators' point of view, I think it's responsible for us to kind of show a balanced diet and lifestyle.
0: And so... Who would you look up to? Who do you think is a good role model? And I'm putting you on the spot here because I hate when people ask me, give me your favorite movie. You're like, I can't think of any.
1: Well, I don't know if I have like a specific role model, but I do read a lot of books on health and healthy Mm -hmm. eating. So there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. I've been reading that. And I'm just trying to read more books about nutrition and what each type of food can do for you and why our body needs Mm -hmm. it. And I'm trying to understand more from like a scientific point of view,
0: why our body needs certain things. I think that's fantastic because one of the things that actually really helped me get over like my final hurdle was understanding my body needed carbohydrates because yeah. I feel like that was the one food I really targeted I was like didn't have it for so many years and like really educating myself what your body needs was mm-hmm. just such an important step for me to actually understand that it's nothing to do with how I look my body needs this like it's the same body I'm going to have till hopefully I'm 100 so like it's important that it's fueled with the right things totally
1: and i've been really interested in gut health recently Mm -hmm. and actually on my podcast i interviewed the gut stuff who's they have a really cool instagram and they talk a lot about health and nutrition and stuff and they were basically just saying that the best diet is a varied diet Mm -hmm. and they were saying that i should be eating like they either said 30 or 50 different types of fruits and vegetables every
0: week (laughs) we like we live in ireland and the uk here we don't (laughs) get that money
1: that's what i said to them and they said that every single grocery store has over 56 wow I think that's the way forward for me, which is just like... And it
0: also makes food interesting. Yeah. You know, you're experimenting different things. I think that's a fantastic thing. People always say like, you know, how do I start like experimenting with your food? Yeah. And what makes you feel good? It's just like the most important diet you can have.
1: I don't want to restrict myself with any longer. I mean, I totally understand if you have health reasons and you can't eat this, you can't eat that. I get that. Just try to keep it a little varied. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: Okay, I just want to ask you one more question. To all the people who are listening, who are influencers out there, who are like on social media, who have a following, what would you say to them And from your younger self?
1: Oh, from my younger self. Yes.
0: So this is like if you were online as a teenager going through what you went through, what would you appreciate someone talking about?
1: I would want to see somebody's real life. You know, I want to see the ups. I want to see the downs. I want to see the struggles and I want to see the happiness. I think now that I'm actually in it, it can be hard to share all mm-hmm. of the
0: lower parts
1: of your life. Yeah. But
0: as well, like I get it. I feel sometimes if I share my low parts, people are like stopping so negative. I
1: know. So it's, it's really tough. But yeah. yeah, for my younger self, I would want to watch somebody living a real life, whatever that and looks like. And share
0: their insecurities, yeah. like your friends, and showcase things like stretch marks. Yeah. Like, they're so normal. For me, like, someone showing insecure, their insecurities, showing their real, like you said, real yeah. body, real life, yeah. probably would have helped a huge amount. Totally. I
1: mean, I went to the Maldives. I posted this picture of my booty, and I couldn't believe the response that it had. People were like, Some people were like, you're so brave, which was, like, annoying. But then a lot of people were just, like, good to see a butt that's, like, this size on Instagram. Yeah. And all this, which is, like, I mean, I don't think my butt is anything that crazy yeah. to be showing on Instagram. But it just made me realize you don't really see my kind of butt on Instagram that much.
0: Yeah. Like, it's I guess cool. it's one of those things where the people who put up photos of their body and stuff, it's kind of always very much, like, picture perfect. Yeah. And even, like, myself, I think... I started to realize that content I should be sharing should be the content that my younger self would have really appreciated seeing. But like if I am going to post when I'm on holidays, I do show myself not posing like yeah. just as I am, because that's the stuff that I want to see as well. There's so many people I follow online. I'm like, I really appreciate them, but I just wish they showed more than what they show.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think as well, like if we all kind of start being a little less selective, I guess the word Mm -hmm. could be, with what we're showing. Like if we just let it loosen up a little bit, I think it can only be a benefit, really.
0: Okay, we're going to leave it there. Yeah. It's a nice ending. Okay. So everyone listening on social media, get your butts out. Get your butts (laughs) out, baby.
1: Butts of all shapes and sizes.
0: Okay, Essay, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Uh, Guys, if you want to hear more from Essay, you can check her out over on Essay Lalonde on Instagram, on YouTube, and also check out her podcast On The Line. Thank you so much for tuning in to Buy Back. If you've enjoyed this episode, we would love to hear from you. Let us know by rating, sharing and subscribing to Buy Back. And don't forget to join us next week, where we sink our teeth into some more inspiring conversations.